Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, possums and IDP Army family? Welcome to Offensive Points. Since this week's pod, we're going to break down the best defensive player from every NFL team. As always, I got my homies Josh and Billy with me, and we're going to have a heated discussion. We might agree on some of these, but we're going to go through and, you know, see what we can do. Josh, Billy, what's up? If we're being honest, we're totally going to disagree on all of them. Like, there's going to be like one where we're like, yeah, okay, fine. But no, you're an idiot. No, um, Joe's sick, so pardon his uh, lack of enthusiasm. He's here for the team, uh, and we're here as well, just like the Eagles are in the playoffs. It's not COVID. I took three tests, man. Not COVID. This week, you're not with us. So, like, it's defensive points and not offensive points. We we have like one or two pods a year where we do defensive points instead of offensive points. So, I feel like Josh always makes defensive points, but I'm very defensive. Yeah. He is mad defensive. I'm offensive, Um, offensive, and defensive. All right. Well, before we get started on our exercise for the podcast, let's just run through these award finalists. I think there's a few snubs in here that we want to mention but then you know maybe there's some that you know are pretty obvious um we'll just start right at the top the nfl mvp has five finalists josh allen joe burrow jalen hurts justin jefferson and patrick mahomes um think those are pretty standard selections am i right yeah, yeah. good for justin jefferson i hate that this is a qb award because people undervalue the running backs and wide receivers because you know the quarterback does the majority of the plays he touches the ball every time so it is good to see some offensive weapons in there as well yeah we know sure. damn well if justin jefferson was not on that team the vikings would be nowhere right now they would yeah. be asked. i don't even think he was really in the conversation this whole year until the playoffs and it was just kind of like all right we need to put him in there like he showed that he's the part of this team that made this team go to the playoffs so it's true. By the way, Jalen Hurts should have won this award. I hate that two weeks being off is makes him ineligible. It's effing ridiculous. Um, well, he's still eligible. He still could win. He just won. Oh, come on. They're going to hand it to Mahomes for whatever reason. Um, offensive player of the year is Jalen Hurts, Justin Jefferson, or Patrick Mahomes. I think this is a Justin Jefferson award. Uh, personally. Yeah, especially with uh, you know the offensive player of the year is going to be your MVP is going to be Mahomes probably maybe hurts if you know we get some Eagles voters in there but they got to give Jefferson this award and I think we're all in agreement sir yep I agree uh defensive player of the year Nick Bosa Micah Parsons or Chris Jones shout out Snubs, to Chris snubs, Jones snubs. for <laughs> shout out to Chris Jones for getting in there somehow with the yep. two main front runners yeah, and the complete snub by Hassan Reddick, who has two sacks less than Bosa and more forced fumbles and fumble recoveries, more game-changing plays, but we'll, we'll just we'll talk about that. Sure. Comeback player of the year, Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, or Geno Smith. And honestly, the, this could go any direction. Yeah. Um, 
you can make a case for each of these guys making this award. I would say Gino's probably the worst of the three, but at the same time, you could argue him. I feel like Gino's the most of the actual comeback players. This is who we had for our accolade. It's been a seven-year comeback, man. It's that's, it's it's that's a comeback. That's a I mean, comeback. I, yeah. I understand coming back from an injury, yada yada yada. Like, but McCaffrey and Saquon have been good. I know Saquon had a bad year last year, but even the games McCaffrey played, he didn't come back. He's just been healthy. Right, All right. To me, I'm, I'm gonna save that, you know. I'm going to save the most controversial one for last, but uh, offensive rookie of the year, which this is plenty controversial. Uh, Brock Purdy, Kenneth Walker, or Garrett Wilson? What the absolute fuck is Brock Purdy doing on this list? Everybody drank the Kool Aid for San Francisco, and I'm not. I don't know what's going to happen in the game, but I know Brock Purdy won't look good. That's all I know. I have drank the Kool Aid. I think Brock Purdy has to win this award for what he has done for this team. Fuck no. If he's yeah. allowed to be in this, Brees Hall should be allowed to be in this. And Brees Hall should win the award if Brock Purdy wins the award. Yeah, if we're doing because sample sizes, is that small. We're not talking fantasy football, boys. We're talking NFL. And what Brock Purdy does is insane. What he has done is insane. What did he do in the last game? Absolutely nothing. What has he, he done? Made, he they made got plays Christian McCaffrey. He had to make plays. They got Christian McCaffrey. Oh, they made plays. Oh. The, the 20-yard that. play that was the longest play of the game? Like, he made plays when he had to make plays against a tough defense. No, he that would be the ball off real good. It should be Garrett Wilson. I hope it is, but I guess I guess we'll see it. If they want to lit, light a fire under everyone's ass, they'll make it Brock Purdy. Um, on to defensive rookie of the year, which is a one man race: uh, Sauce Gardner, Aiden Hutchinson, and Tariq Woolen. Um, come on, man. <laughs> Hutch didn't like actually get the stats. I think the conversation would be there more if he got a few more sacks, but like he was an impact player. We, we can't say anything about that. And I think he's going to be a force to be reckoned with for the years to come, but yeah, it's, it's sauce, man. The 20 passes defended. This is the most ridiculous stat I've ever seen. Yeah. Hutch had nine and a half sacks, but the end of the season, he really started taking off. If he would have done that the whole year, I think it would have been Hutch, but yeah. Sauce the fact that NFL quarterbacks are scared to throw on sauce Gardner side of the ball. I mean, God, for a rookie to command that kind of respect is just absolutely ridiculous. So the, the thing I found the most wild was the 20 pass defended, even though people didn't want to throw to him, and 75 tackles, even though people didn't want to throw to him. I mean, we're well, gonna they tried it and they just found out, OK, this is not good. He's actually really good. All right. And on to the most controversial one, coach of the year, which is Brian Dayball, Doug Peterson or Kyle Shanahan. Josh, take the floor. You thought I was heated about the Reddick thing. The fact that we're giving away the uh, Coach of the Year Award to Comeback Coach of the Year Award or uh, Most Improved from Last Year Award. I don't know what this is. Is this not the most wins? Like Kyle Shanahan's probably going to win this hand down, hands down between the three of them. I love Doug Peterson. I, I think he should be in a conversation for this. But to be a finalist, why wouldn't the team who ran shit all year, 13-1, and one, up until Jalen Hurts' injury, not be considered at the very least. I, I I assumed he would lose to Kyle Shanahan, but the fact that he's not even a finalist is just fucking wild to me. Yeah, it was definitely a snub, but you know San Francisco went through three quarterbacks. Shanahan's got them playing really well. Peterson took over a dog shit team and took them to the playoffs. So that team was I, never dog shit. Uh, the person who we can't say, I almost did it. I almost did it. Let's uh, see it. He's not Urban Meyer. Hey, 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 h
been a while since I you hit that it. Mario button. <clears throat> that's it. the only reason he's on here is that he's not him. Like, that's it. Don't get me wrong. Doug Peterson is a great coach, and what he's done is very impressive. Uh, throughout the offseason, he made really good moves throughout the year, and, I mean, he's continued to with uh, the whole Calvin Ridley signing or trade in the middle of the season there before the deadline. It's going to be a good team for years to come. Let that be a, 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 a time when they make it further than the second round. You know what I mean? I, I I mean, well, not even that record. Make alone. it more impressive. I'm sorry. They backed into the playoffs because they had to win their division. Like somebody had to win their division. And that's the only reason they got into the playoffs. That's ridiculous. The Giants were like four and six and one in their last like 10 games or 11 games. That's horrible. I mean, it's a joke. They started out really hot. That was it. I get it that what they did was surprising, but coach of the year. I mean, I, I don't think that award should just be given away to well, wow, you really surprised us. I think it should be like, did you have the most dominant freaking team for the entire season, Kyle Shanahan and Nick Sirianni? Then you all deserve the award because of what you did. That's what the award should be. Your team was the best because of your coaching. Exactly. Like, Nick Sirianni didn't get it last year because he got the Eagles to the playoffs, did he? No. Like, he didn't get it because he just got in and had oh, he, he, but he just came in and he did good. Like, you know, he, got, he went from exactly. a four, it's just, four win team to nine. We should have gotten it last year. It's I don't know. I, I don't understand year to year. I guess what the award means because it's not a most improved coach award. It's coach of the year. All right. Coach of the year is tangent a because people eight, are nine team beat a dead horse at this point. We all agree except for Joe for some reason. I'm not even an Eagles fan. I'm I don't disagree at all. We have some bets on it. You don't. I mean, you're not wrong about do. that. No, it's I think Sirianni just, absolutely should. He should at least there. be considered. I don't care yeah. if you don't give it to him. Kyle Shanahan, what he did was impressive as well. I've no. Like, I thought it would be a head-to-head Shanahan because they won the last seven games with Purdy, especially. Anyway, be, beside that, speaking of Doug Peterson, guess who he called after he got knocked out of the playoffs? He called his old friend Jim Bob Cooter for the offensive coordinator oh, position, we and we might have Jim Bob Cooter back in the league. He's been taking. Uh, he was taking advice from Jim Bob Cooter uh, when the Eagles were in the playoffs for the Super Bowl, won the Super Bowl for him. So uh, actually going to be great for that offense as a whole in general, but also best name in football. Absolutely. Jim Bob Cooter. That's Jim a great Bob. man. All right. Well, this week we are going to go through each NFL team and tell you what the best defensive player, IDP player to have, from each team is uh we've we're gonna go through all 32 some of these guys are you know a little bit of question marks some people we're just gonna have to throw them out there joe tried to put one when we did the offensive side of the ball so that should kind of tell you where things are uh headed <laughs> I, I would love for him to put an offensive player onto this one i hope he, did. I might have like, to. Might he have should to. have it who threw been the most fun. interceptions this year whoever like the wide receiver who made the most tackles like that's who he's gonna pick it would be funny all right First up is Arizona, um, and Josh already has the player that I would have chosen, which is Jalen Thompson. I also think Isaiah Simmons deserves a little bit of a, a note, but I think with the ch- coaching staff changing, Isaiah Simmons might not be the guy that you want. So Jalen Thompson gets my vote as the player for Arizona. I wasn't sure if that's who you had. I was actually getting ready to click on something else. Um, we don't talk about this ahead of time because we love to fight and fight and duke things out, but my biggest thing about Jalen Thompson is he proved that last year wasn't just a one-off. He did it again. He got a hundred tackles. He's been a really solid safety for that team that desperately needs people to get the tackles. Uda Baker was also fine. There was nothing against him. It's just Jalen Thompson's younger, really more so than anything. Yeah, I agree with you there. Uh, I had Buda Baker. I mean, 
still finished with 111 tackles on a down season. It's flip a coin between these two. There's no one else on this team that I particularly believe in for dynasty purposes. So, I mean, honestly, and defenses like this is great to have because of they're going to rake up the tackles at safety position for teams like this. And Buda Baker's done phenomenal the last four or five years at this point. So, I mean, there's nothing against him. I just think for dynasty purposes, I was just going younger. I don't, there's really no preference here. If you have either one of these guys, you're happy. Uh, You might be able to convince someone that Buda Baker is, you know, getting older. So, Safeties usually last a little longer, though, in the NFL. So, yep, yep, not wrong. Um, all right, Atlanta, Josh, who from Atlanta are you picking? So, this one was tough for me. Um, I didn't really want to select him as I pulled this up. Sorry about that. Um, but what he did was ridiculously impressive, and I always liked him in Tennessee. So, I had Rashawn Evans, um, 100 and freaking 60 tackles, sacks, forced fumbles alike. Um, he just, he just looked great. I think this was one of those guys who was rotated in with all the linebackers in Tennessee for so long. Tennessee's been like farming linebackers over the years. So I went with Rashawn Evans. I can understand who you guys probably went with and why you did, but I think that he at least deserves an honorable mention, kind of like Nick Sirianni. Yeah, I originally had Rashawn Evans. Um, He's only, he has a one-year deal this year. So if they re-up him, that's awesome. Uh, you know, you saw Michael Walker had a good season, but then Troy Anderson kind of replaced him in the starting lineup at the end of the year. There's a lot going on here. I had Richie Grant. He had 123 tackles, seven passes defense, two picks. He was DB9 on the season. Um, so at 25 years old, he's a great safety for me. You should feel good my, about that. That was my pick. That yeah. was my up, pick as well. Joe. Up and coming. I actually have him in multiple leagues. Um so I'm not I'm not upset about this by any means. I think they're both phenomenal players. Richie Grant's obviously the younger guy. Uh, I just I think it was just impressive what Rashawn Evans did and showing like he never really had a chance at Tennessee because there were so many linebackers rotating in. Yeah, it's true. That Richie was. Grant is our choice for Atlanta. All right, Joe. Baltimore is the pick. I, this just happened to work out this way. I'm sorry, but Joe, who from uh, the Baltimore Ravens would you like? The man who signed the helmet behind me when he was previously on the <laughs> Chicago Bears. Mr. Roquan Smith, my man, is 25 years old, 169 tackles, four and a half sacks, three picks, played limited snaps weeks nine through 11 when he switched over to Baltimore and still finished as linebacker two. Plus, he signed a monster deal. He's LB1 in all of IDP for me. IDP one, if you will. Yeah, pretty easy choice here. Yeah, so I I completely understand Roquan as well, and I did select Kyle Hamilton just because of the up-and-coming nature of him, and what he did this year was pretty impressive, Uh, kind of just a ball hawk, and I think he's going to have a breakout in the future, and I think you might be able to get him. So I I was doing like, yeah, Roquan's the best. We all know that, in my opinion. It is Roquan, but I'm just saying Kyle Hamilton's sneaky trade upside there. So yeah, and you I was gonna say I think for Queen, you can make the case for a Jabo. Yeah. You know, they they have a lot of good defensive players on that team. My, so. my thing about Queen is do I would not buy Queen right now. Yes, he did well, but the thing is Roquan wasn't there for the majority of the year, and that's where the majority of his text came from. I Those think two really thrive together though. There was a good I one too. Roquan is gonna be unavailable. You probably cannot trade for Roquan. If somebody has them on their IDP team, I'm betting they're not going to let him go now especially with the new deal so kyle hamilton is the more attainable person on that roster maybe queen but honestly at this point unless you're getting him for the cheap you might not want to buy in now yeah ajaba is a name to keep an eye on though you know they've got a lot of aging guys on that line ajaba didn't play much coming off the achilles but we we saw what he could do at michigan so it's a good name to keep in in your pocket there all right baltimore's joe's guy roquan 
On to Buffalo. For Buffalo, I went with Gregory Rousseau. Um, I think he's the best defensive end on that team with a lot of players that are moving in and out. I don't really know who all is going to be there next season. Uh, Buffalo's got quite the offseason ahead of them, folks. Uh, but Gregory Rousseau was the best player on the team, and I think he's only going to get better. Yeah, he had a great start to the season. I wanted to put him on there, but I saw the final stat line, and I was kind of like, all right, I shouldn't judge a book by its cover. Um, but at the same time, I actually really wanted to put Hamlin in there, but I don't know if he's ever going to play football again, unfortunately, but 90 tackles on a season where he didn't get to play the last two games. So, or one and a half games, basically well, Poyer so, moving off too. I mean, Hamlin would be the person that took he's that up and coming and I hope he can play again. Cause what he was doing was actually really impressive. Um, I actually chose Taron Johnson though. He's one of the only cornerbacks that I chose just because this man continues to get 90 tackles a, a season. He didn't get the big plays as much this year with the sacks, force fumbles and whatnot. Um, but he's pretty much stayed consistent as a corner. And honestly, I feel like he's really attainable. No, anyone who has him is probably like cornerback you like, so yeah, Joe uh, I had Russo. I mean, okay. I wanted to do Milano. He's 28. Uh, Russo is 22. He had eight sacks this year. He only played about 45% of the snaps. So hopefully we see that number jump as he goes into year three. Agreed. All right, Josh, the Carolina Panthers. Um, uh, I feel like this one's pretty obvious, but I will see who you have first. It's the man, the myth, the legend, the guy who's been on my How alarm. Okay. My alarm for years. It's still drop pick up Brian Burtz, Burns for Dawson Knox. Uh, the, the Knox thing kind of hurts a little bit more for the recent years. But uh, no, this man continues to do it and he continues to get better every season. Uh, Brian Burns is going to continue in the double digit sack market for the next five to six years. I mean, it's just, he is just phenomenal. And I feel like if they ever actually try to rebuild this team, and put someone on the other side from him, it could be even more crazy. So, yep, Joe, I had Jeremy Chin. He missed six games this year. He's still putting up huge tackle numbers in that hybrid linebacker role that he plays. Um, people, you know, when he first came out, he was unattainable. Now, I think you could make a trade for him. I think people are sleeping on him a little bit now. This is low key hilarious because I thought this was going to be obvious. We all three have different answers because I would do Frankie Louvu. Um, he is older, understandably. He is a linebacker. He had what we can all say was a breakout year. Phenomenal. Um, which is not something you normally see this far into a career, but what he was able to do with the Panthers this year. I, I hate when people say the Panthers have like, you know, a long rebuild ahead of them with the three players that we just mentioned on defense, and you just put a few more pieces around them. This is a solid defense. So really you just need to fix the offense. I don't think it's that far away. For being a team that can compete next season. What I really like about this discussion right here is we did not say Shaq Thompson for the first no. time in like five years um, on there. So, yeah, they're getting a lot of youth on this team. The only reason I didn't go Luvu is it was the fifth-year breakout, and they could bring a linebacker in to kind of give him some trouble there. But I like Luvu a lot, too. I don't see him not getting – continuing, though, after that year. Like, he's, he's going to so. – He's got. They got to put him in a starting role after the, after what he did this year. So, I agree. All right, Joe, Chicago Bears. I don't know how wow. I did this randomly. This perfect like, for Joe. Up, I better get the Eagles, otherwise I'm gonna be mad. I didn't do the math correctly, but um, apparently I did for Joe. So, Joe, thanks, Bill. I mean, it's because I'm sick. You just feel bad for me. So <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> My pick here is Brisker. He's 23 years old. He's the sure thing on this defense. He had 104 tackles, four sacks, and one pick. Good enough for a DB10 finish on the year. 
as a rookie. Now, I also like Jack Missed Sanborn. Too. Yeah, I also like Sanborn. He, he's 22. He averaged 19.9 points in the five games that he started. That would have made him LB1 over 17 games. So if they don't bring anyone in, I mean, Nicholas Morrow's looked like crap for that team. So Sanborn should have a role. And then I also like Kyler Gordon if you play in a cornerback league because he's a ball hawk. But Brisker is my pick. Brisker is my pick too. Yeah, we all we all had Brisker, so I, I didn't think we needed. To I just wanted to highlight those if, other dudes. If you know, you know. No, we appreciate it. Um, yeah. You definitely people. That's the thing is honestly, no offense to your team, my apologies, but they are the number one pick in the draft. Teams that are you know in those situations where a lot of points get scored on them or they don't score a lot of points, those teams put up points like uh, on defense. Like those are the IDP people that I usually target when I'm not sure about someone. So because they're always on the field. Because they're always on yeah. the field. <laughs> So definitely think this is a team that we should mark down as like whatever they do in the draft and that player needs to be boosted up immediately because there's so much opportunity to get on the field um, on this defense, not necessarily in the secondary because I think they shored that up a little bit, but edge rusher, second linebacker, even a first linebacker because I think they can go over Sanborn. I think this is somebody that we should uh... – Josh, good Lord. Um, <laughs> all right, so – Toast. I did Cincinnati. Yeah, I got Cincinnati. Um, I put Trey Hendrickson. Oh, sorry. He's going to be there. My bad. Um, yeah, Josh put a picture of burnt toast on the screen. Uh, he is a little older, but this defense as a whole, I think it revolves around Trey Hendrickson. I still think he's got two or three good years left in him. And if somebody is wavering on who that they're going to get on, you know, maybe they want to move into a cheaper or younger role for Trey. Trey Hendrickson is somebody I think you could trade for this year um, because of what he's done. Yeah, I agree. I think that, uh, I think that Trey Hendrickson is a a solid move, especially very attainable right now after not getting double digit sacks right now, after two good years, people probably like, Oh, he's not good anymore. But that's the thing. This is a great fill in piece that you can have at any given moment. And he's had really great seasons in the past two. So I put Logan Wilson. I don't know if he's going to be there next year. I didn't look at this contract, but I thought what he did was impressive. He made the jump here and he's actually looked really good. I put Eli Apple as a joke because he thinks he's God's gift to man or whatever. I don't know what it is about him, but he thinks he is phenomenal talking shit. The actually, I don't know if you guys saw the Hamlin thing he did uh, posted on Stefan Diggs and posted number three with the heart. That was very poor taste. Yes. Uh, I don't, I'm surprised there hasn't been more pushback about that. It is like a like... Josh Hall level victory lap. <laughs> oh, I do not. Victory, I do not victory lap injuries. I just, I just, you know, victory lap. Injuries. You've done it in the past. You've done it in the past. I still think Tua and Trey Lance are trash. I'd be, be I should say you See, don't exactly you victory lap cardiac arrest. Let's just put it I wish okay. we had the clip from the week after Trey Lance got hurt just to kind of see Told what you Josh's sucked. demeanor was about uh, I think, Trey I Lance. Think, I, think I had Logan Wilson too. Um, not that it matters, but from week 11 to week 18, he was on a tear LB linebacker eight during that span. Uh, you know, he's going into a contract year on that. So I think he has a lot to prove going forward. Agreed. All right, Josh, Cleveland Browns. Oof, man, no, this one, this one was fun. I don't really, I don't, I don't really, I mean, you could go with the obvious miles Garrett. I get why you would. I feel like he might be out this year. Um, yeah. So I actually went with John Johnson, um, solid play in, in the Rams for the past years. He's one of those safeties that kind of got leaped up to a pretty good position in dynasty. And I feel like people kind of forgot about him, um, including myself. 
Uh, but had a really good year, a uh, really uh, game-changing player. So I, I really like John Johnson. I think he's uh, very attainable. I don't think anyone's thinking about him. And not sure what his contract is, but I assume since he went to Cleveland, probably more than two years, but we'll see. Yeah, I play Garrett just because he had 16 sacks again this year. I mean, I don't, there's no, I don't trust any of the linebackers. There's a lot of talent on the linebacking core. I just don't trust them to jump out. I wanted to put Grant Delpit in here. I can't ever say his last name. Delpit. Delpit. He had a great end of the season. I wanted to put him in here. I just don't trust anyone on this defense. I really don't. Yeah, I actually had Miles Garrett, but I was like, maybe that's too obvious. Maybe he's not going to be on the team. So I had put in the Joker, uh, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa. He did get hurt to end the season. He didn't have the best seasons, but I think they are changing – defensive coordinators and i think once they get that new defensive coordinator in there a player like jeremiah wusu kormoa uh is a building block especially if they're moving on from miles garrett yeah anthony walker oh go on josh i was gonna say you're 100 our name guy from now on because yeah, i wouldn't are. have tried i only just happen to know that one i don't really know <laughs> he's been he on the joker ever yeah. since he came out though I was about to say, I yeah. have been a huge Joker fan. You know, yeah. as I was a Dog Pound fan in the past. I was, you know, a huge Browns fan at one point in time. But, Keep pounding. You know, Wait, exactly. sorry. Well, that was two teams ago now, so. Oh. <sighs> anyway, Joe, just Dallas Cowboys, I think we all know, but go ahead. Micah Parsons. Drum roll, please. I don't need to go into too much depth with this one. Dude's a freaking stud. Get him on your team if you can. You probably can't. If you miss out on him, you'll never have him. I will say one thing I don't like about him is in the more linebacker role. I like him just as an edge rusher. I know he's not the size for it. I know he has more talent than that, but he looked better as an edge rusher. He had more tackles. He had... Similar sack still, but he just felt like he changed the game a lot more in that edge rusher role, which he still plays. But back when Lawrence and everyone got injured last year, he would, had to fill in, and he just he still beats guys, and he's yeah. younger than. They got to get linebacker taller. figured out, though. I mean, they went all in on those hybrid linebackers, the like Cox, you know, Dan Quinn and Jerry Jones went all in on those guys. So if they can actually get, if they keep Vanderesh and get another middle linebacker that actually can play that role or someone an upgrade from Vanderesh, then you should see Micah Parsons have a much bigger impact a lot of the time. Yeah. And Dan Quinn's actually getting, you know, head coaching interviews. So he could be gone by the end of the, the season could be gone by, you know, the time that it actually starts to matter again. And Micah Parsons might be moved back to his natural position, not the hybrid role. Yeah, and honestly, Vander Esch had a really solid year. I feel like a lot of people hated on Vander Esch. I, I think Jordan included there, but he hates really good defensive players, even though he's IDP Army. So I don't, I don't know. He was a big Jalen Smith guy, and that didn't really work out, um, unfortunately. I think he still owes me a fireball bet for that, but it's fine. He he did end up taking it. Oh, okay, good. Um, all right, moving on to Denver. Um, I'm going to go with you all with Justin Simmons. I picked Nick Benito just because he is a young linebacker coming in there. But Justin Simmons is probably the pick here. This is going to be a totally revamped team. Simmons' age is the only reason I didn't put him. Yeah, yeah. his age is tough there. His second half of the season, he was DB2. He had six interceptions and in two multiple interception games. He's he's an absolute ball hawk, and I have just safety two all day. I love him in there. 
Yeah, he missed five games and still caused nine uh, turnovers. So I just, you can't not put him in there. I know he's never been the, you know, 150 tackle guy for safety, but he plays hard and he changes the game. And if this defense is ever going to be any, well, actually, the defense was fine. The defense was fine. The offense needs to be fine. He's the staple of this defense. Yeah. And this is the type, you know, as a contender, you know, you got a lot of guys looking at age 29 right there on their dynasty team. If you're a contender, throw out a trade for him. Offer a fourth or, you know, something low, and you'll probably catch that fish, honestly. Another person sure. I you're, – you're absolutely right. Another person I want to talk about is Alex Singleton. This man makes tackles. He's a very hated player, um, not just talking about him because he's an ex-Eagle, but you, as you see on the screen – No, tackles, yeah, okay. 11 tackles, 17 tackles, 20 tackles. He – actually, he's a very solid fantasy out, uh, out uh, asset. Jesus. So I, I just I'm not saying go trade for him. I'm saying you could get him as an add-on, honestly, for a lot of you places. Definitely so. only mentioned him because he was an ex-Eagle. I refuse to believe otherwise. He was actually terrible on the Eagles. He would he made he got the points for tackles, but he made the wrong ones half the time. Fair enough. All right, Josh. Detroit Lions. Uh Detroit Lions. Aiden Hutchinson was a little too obvious for me, and I was doing this as more of like an attainable person. Um, and I chose Kirby Joseph. Um uh, what he did down the stretch was pretty phenomenal. And I, I just don't know with what, when Tracy Walker, if he comes back, this was basically Kirby Joseph's first uh, rookie year. Um, so what he did was pretty phenomenal Four interceptions, 74 tackles uh, in, in the season. I think it was pretty great. I think this defense is going to be revamped and I think he's going to be a key piece of it. So that's a nice little, uh, nice little ad there. You had there back in November of Kirby Joseph, Josh, I wonder Oh, I picked up um, some great safeties this year. I did a good job. Aiden Hutchinson's the pick. I don't know what we're talking about. He is still viable. He's still attainable. Um, I do. He, he didn't have an overly over the top good season where he's unattainable. I still think you can move some pieces and, and get him onto your team. Yeah, no, Hutch is absolutely the pick here. Josh, what the hell was that guy's name that you originally typed in there? <laughs> yeah, that threw my whole thought process off. It's different Hutchinson. Sedarius Hutchinson. Sedarius, Sedarius, Sedarius Hutchinson. He's not on a team right now, but watch out for him next year. Yeah, no, so Detroit, Detroit's got a bunch of up-and-comers. We expect him to go defense in this draft here, so look out for that. Hutchinson, nine and a half sacks. James Houston's on the other side, and he's he's coming on. So he's a guy to keep an eye out on. But Hutchinson and him should rack up the sacks. And then, I don't know. I like this defense a lot. Guys, I was not saying anything against Hutchinson. I love the guy. I think he's phenomenal. I just was just saying that it might we were, be. I was we were trying to throw, a little, throw a little thing in there. I knew it was going to be Hutchinson. I knew you guys weren't going to be like, fucking Kirby, you're right. It's Azzalone, man. That blonde hair. is really impressive, too. That blonde but I didn't hair know. just glistens. I didn't know if he'd be back or if they would replace him. I don't know what they're going to do with him. I think All right, Joe. Is up. Take us to Green Bay. Oh, Green Bay. Okay, so this one's tough because I think it's either between Rashawn Gary and Quay Walker. Devondre Campbell is signed through 2026, so Rashawn Gary is my pick. He had six sacks or eight games before injury. He's a really good buy low guy right now coming off that uh that season ending injury. So I like Rashawn Gary here. Why does everyone like Gary and who's the other defensive end they have? It's a Darius Smith. Is it oh no, 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 no. Are you talking about Chris Preston Barnes? Smith. No, Preston Smith. Oh. 
Preston Smith and Rashawn Gary are not that great. They are good fill-in positions. They need another Rashawn one. Rashawn Gary I, is pretty studly. I, yeah, what are you talking I, about? He's never going to get over double-digit sacks. I just don't see it. Fireball him. shot right now. All right. All right. Next year. Next year, no, not double-digit sacks. All right. Quay Walker okay. is the real answer here. Uh, what he did in his rookie season when we kind of were like shaking our heads why they draft Quay Walker. I don't think anyone knew who this man was uh, except for some real truthful college people uh, or Georgia, Georgia fans. It almost seems like anyone who wins the championship, they just draft an entire team and they're like, yeah, let's grab him. This felt like that during the draft, but it showed that this was not the case. 119 tackles in his rookie season, played the entire season. Uh, linebacker three, but sleeper's a little uh, off on that sometimes, but Impact playmaker, and I think this is the the new. Damn it, I had this before we talked about it. Who is the linebacker for the Packers? Joe, help me out here. Clay Matthews. Damn it, I refuse to say his name. Damn it. No, the thing is, is Quay Walker is too emotional. We saw what he did in that game where he got kicked out, and then he threw whatever. Maybe that was a temper change, or maybe his emotions just got the best of him when he was walking down that tunnel, chucking his helmet and. I pushed the ref. I know, I know. I I didn't say he was the smartest person on the football field. They already, the fans already don't like him. That's not a good start in your rookie season when they already don't like you. Just saying. It's not his fault the team's bad. I love that (laughs) the team's bad. It's Aaron. Aaron Rodgers. It's the end of the Packers dynasty. On to the Houston Texans, and it's got to be, you know, the best player in freaking all of idp this year uh jalen petre uh this i don't hey, know how look, he I didn't have get, him too i don't know Me how too. he didn't get a nod for uh rookie of the year defensively i think he had a very impressive season his tackles were i i don't even know what i don't even have the words to describe he was just very very good this season and i think he is a cornerstone for that team i guess he's a safety stone for that team for years to come <laughs> <laughs> yeah honestly the the five interceptions what stands out the most to me um in a year that a lot of people didn't get multiple interceptions or at least a high number of interceptions a rookie did it on the one of the worst teams who you barely have to throw against i mean let's be real houston's defense actually kept them in a lot of games their offense just couldn't pull through but um yeah no the hundred seeing the the numbers at the end i was like holy shit i knew he did good but i didn't know he did that good yeah it was freaky good this was absolutely historical, and if you got him late, congratulations. You've got the safety – your safety one for eternity here. From it's waivers. 23 years old. After the draft. Yeah. He was he was a popular, you know, taxi squad guy for a lot of people, and, I mean, it ended up by the time the season was over, you probably were competing if you were in, a, like, a fairly balanced IDP scoring league. I mean, Jalen Petre was carrying me in my one – IDP league that we only have like three players. He was the like the guy I was relying on for that entire run of a championship. So fun fact, because I know people love these. Um, the reason I picked up Jalen Petrie uh, is because my last name was changed to Hall, or well, I guess not my last name. My ancestor's last name was changed to Hall to avoid persecution. My previous ancestor's name was Petrie, and they were Polish, and so that's why I picked him up. I think the Petries are all Cowboys fans, though. That's um, really weird. I'm not sure, man. Not me, though. <laughs> uh, not okay. sure if it's spelled the same. I don't actually know the official spelling, but just fun fact. That is welcome, cool. Guys. That is cool. The more you know. On to, on to Indianapolis. Josh, what Colt are you looking for? I wasn't ready because I was talking about my ancestors, but uh, let me pull this up. He was oh, shedding crap. a tear. That's my bad. I forgot it, we were doing the history. The, pol- the, the Polacks did not get a lot of love back in the day. So, um, 
anyway, Zare Franklin uh, is my number one. I know that Shaq Thompson is there, missed the whole year, really weird year for Leonard. them. And then Okereke, and yeah, Leonard, Shaq, whatever the oh, fuck his oh, name is. Okereke. Bobby Okie Doke. Is, uh, is it, is it Okereke? Oh, wow. Can you say it again? Okay. Okereke. Okereke. That's how I always pronounce it, phonetically. Yep, once again, you're the name pronouncer. That's why I chose Zare Franklin, because I can pronounce this one. He doesn't have two first names. It's really easy. He didn't change his name. He didn't change his name. It's just great. Uh, No, what he He did was phenomenal stepping in for Shaq or whatever, Darius, whatever his name wants to be, Darius Rucker. Um, But 160 tackles is phenomenal for a guy filling in. Uh, this defense was actually really stout throughout the year. Uh, there were some holes, obviously, but the linebackers did really great. So had to get him in there. I went with O'Grecky. I, I, I've liked the, the guy the entire Who? season. He, okay, he okay. won me over. Yeah, he won me over, so I put him down. Joe, who'd you put? Okay, so Bobby Okidoki, I believe, <laughs> is a free agent this year. and uh, It's quite possible. He yeah. is, actually. Well, and Shaq costs nineteen million dollars a year, and Indy is in some dire freaking straits here. So Zier Smith costs seventeen million a year less than Shaq. I think they're going to put all their eggs in his basket, and I like Zaire Franklin a lot. I think this team just shows that they can have two linebackers get score or score very high in in fantasy. So it's I mean whoever the two linebackers are, roll them out there. Obviously see before if it's not one of these two guys in check but it's true definitely right. in the discussion on to jacksonville now there was a lot of players that i could have like could be picked from this defense um i actually ended up with foyd said olakun i'm sorry i just he's my favorite player on that team uh he led the league in tackles this season um he had a phenomenal year i I'm very excited that even though he's 27, I know we're on the fifth year. We're talking about breakouts and stuff. They brought him in from Atlanta, and he just proved that he is an integral part of that defense. I will say he did get laid out um, by, who was it, McKinnon in that divisional game and was pretty embarrassing. I was like, who was that, a safety? I was like, oh, it's voice save. Oh, that's awful. That's, that's embarrassing. But, no, 184 tackles, 192 the year before. I mean, that's just ungodly numbers. I, I didn't even know that that was possible. I know we're playing yeah. an extra game, but damn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's him. I mean, there's a lot of talent on this defense, but he's the first year of that massive contract, so they're going to ride him out. I do have Josh a- Allen's also phenomenal, too. I mean, Josh Allen, the better of the two Josh Allens on this team, also – he actually had pick. a pretty down year. Um, he did, but I, I think he could come back. You know. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm beginning to think that this is not not where he's at. The good thing about him is he gets tackles, and still, like he's kind of like the Sam Hubbard of the Jaguars. I wanted to mention Cisco. I know he didn't have like a breakout year by any means, but I think that he's going to be good for years to come. Uh, Seventy tackles. In he's season. always around the ball. Yeah. Every he, time you watch a Jags game, he is always there. Well, another player always around the ball, Rashawn Jenkins from this team. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he that's the thing is Jack Rabbit is running the ball. Jack Rabbit takes a lot of those tackles from him. Um, He's too old, he, obviously, to be on our list. But I mean, then you can. I mean, the interesting thing is going to be Muma and Lloyd. I mean, Muma kind of took that job over completely. Muma got the job, which is just yeah. so weird because you think it was going to be Devin Lloyd. Devin Lloyd had. They, a they have good a year, very though. bright future. Yeah, this defense is going to be really good in the future. And Muma, I don't, I, I can't tell you to pick him. How many sacks did Walker have this year? 
That was because he he got quite a bit, didn't he? Uh, no, not, about, about not enough. He not enough to like, be the number one. Three and a half. By yeah. the way, we all just need to say it. We were so fucking right about them choosing freaking Trayvon Walker over Kayvon Thibodeau and Aiden Hutchinson. All right. Before Jags, we get on the, the Thibodeau train, thinking? Thibodeau did not do much either. Um, Hutchinson he did a really good. What are you talking season. about? He was a he was really good this season. I mean, maybe the stats don't show up for him, but like what he was able to accomplish was great. I mean, he was a very good part of that defense. I'm not pick. saying I'm not saying he's not a, a better than Trayvon even, but I don't think he needs. I think Hutchinson is breaths away from these two. Like it is not like as close as people are thinking with Kayvon. The announcers love Thibodeau. I'm pretty sure it's because of his name. I don't think it has anything to do with anyone, but they talk about Kayvon Thibodeau. Maybe this is a rivalry thing, but this man did not do that much. He was in the game, yes, but him and Ojolari did not do that much. I don't know. This we'll is the there. red zone effect, man. When you're at work and you can only watch one game and it happens to be the Giants game. I watch every single see, game of the you year. You get to see Thibodeau. Thibodeau I'll tell you looked when, awesome. I'll tell you when opinion. Thibodeau won me over. We're not at the Giants yet. We'll get to that in a second. I I'll, bet I'll he has tell you when, less, he, when he won me over. I bet he doesn't um, even get nine sacks this year. I'll take that. We're making that bet too. Do it. All right. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret. And visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Um. All right. Well, while Invoice we're talking about bitch. this, go to Kansas City, Josh. Who do you have from Kansas City? Uh, this one should be obvious, but we've actually had a, a bit of a squaring of heads here. So I said Nick Bolton, who almost led the league in tackles, uh, 180 tackles this year, and the one finally they have a linebacker on this team. Like I, I, I mean, I know he did good last year, but the fucking 180 tackles, two sacks, two interceptions. This is the future of the Kansas City Chiefs, and the fact that he went to Missouri is even better. So he's hometown boy. Yeah, it's Nick Bolton. I mean, he was the third overall player in IDP this year. Absolute monster. Um, get him on your team. I I really wanted to put Brian Cook in here. Just because I think that I think he's gonna do it. He looks awesome. He did get a stupid penalty last game, but uh, yeah, it's Bolton for me. I can understand why Chris Jones could be in the conversation, but defensive tackles don't usually get this many sacks. Um, this okay. was a outlier year. It is Nick Bolton. The other person that you should, you know, if you're an IDP player, is Lajarius Sneed. He was the number two DB overall um, this year. He had a great season. He's definitely someone that you should also be yeah. looking at. It's it's obviously Nick Bolton, but Legarius Sneed is somebody that if you are looking for somebody to get onto your um, 
DB. I don't know if that's a repeatable thing, what Jarius Sneed did. Yeah, no, I actually did not realize he did that well. I knew he was around the ball a lot. The stats did did not add up to what well, I the honey badger left. It left a wide open gap of like who was going to take that spot. It was Lajarius Sneed, as we found out. Who was the other safety that it was going to? Justin Reed. That's who they got. I forgot. Um, one person I wanted to bring up was Karloftis. I know he, you know, he had a great preseason and a good down the stretch and has been good in the playoffs. But just look at those last seven games. If he did that throughout a season, he would be in the MVP. I bet he doesn't get so. to ten sacks next season. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take that. The, he's Polish. He's uh he's part of my my people. So I I love George Karloftis. Is he Polish? He is Polish. He's the Polish. I, I, they have a nickname for him. I don't remember. Did what you look is. that up? How did no, you know they that? talk about it all the time, dude. And Karloftis. I mean, think about that. Uh, I don't know where that would or that was like more Russian to me. Origin of that would be. All right. Well, while we look that up, Joe, tell us what Las Vegas Raider you want. Devontae Adams. Adams? It's Max Crosby, dude. Mm He's 25 years old. The man, if you watch this guy play, he is just absolutely insane. He's doing cartwheels. He's spinning around there. You can tell he's just laughing his ass off the whole time. He is a scary human being, and he had 12 and a half sacks this year. So I'm actually wrong about Karloftis. He's Greek, so my bad. (laughs) <laughs> I was just on the I was on the Petri train, man. The more so you know, the more you know. Who'd you pick, Joe? We Sorry, should, we should have fired us about okay, that. Okay, good. That's who I picked too. So. Whether he was Polish or not, there's no one else on this team. Someone so. would have fucking left it on the YouTube and left us a paragraph. I'm like, listen, he's actually Greek. He's part of my heritage. You fucking bitch. You don't get to. I'm just him. glad you looked it up. I mean, I didn't think you were. Even I could have swore there was some Polish nickname for him, and I and you know what? Honestly, I'll just I'll eat that. Maybe I dreamt that or something. But can we move on from this shit, shit sack team though? <laughs> Just go to LA. Uh, no, it's Max Crosby. Max he's Crosby. done is very impressive. Uh, he's just been a beast all around. You already know who Max Crosby is, so we can move. Yep. All right, on to the Chargers. I'm pretty sure I don't have, don't have to guess who everybody would choose. It's Derwin James, uh, best safety in football this season, I, any season. He doesn't even play every game, and he's still one of the best players in football and IDP scoring. If he played a full 16 or 17, he would be – I don't even know. Like, his numbers would be insane. Yeah. Dude, with uh, all those injuries, it's really hard to believe that he's only 26. But it's, yeah, uh, yeah, 115 tackles, four sacks, two interceptions, and 13 games. <sighs> Sign me up. Yeah. Those two years missed uh, was really rough for him, but glad to see him with two relatively healthy years at least this year. Um, and, Billy, I hope you're enjoying German James on your team because I miss him. I haven't won a championship with him yet, but, yep, I I do enjoy having him week to week. All right, Josh, the Rams. What random person from this team would you like to throw out there? There's no way you're about to put this It's still the GOAT, man. He's the GOAT. It's fucking Bobby Wagner, man. He's ageless. I I don't understand it. I don't know if he's on the team next year. I don't even know how he's still playing football. He's He's like five years old. He is. He's older than us. But I just – he still gets tackles, man. That defense looks atrocious, and Bobby Wagner's still out there looking like a monster. Uh, I actually thought this was a terrible signing for them. I was like, this is dumb. He's done. Dude still puts up 140 tackles. I mean, it's – Pretty the, ridiculous. The sack numbers, too, I think was is what really kicked it. And honestly, nobody else did anything on this team. So who else are you going to pick? Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> sure. Finished DB4 as a cornerback, 88 tackles, two sacks, three forced fumbles, four interceptions. I like that in my To be fair, slot. this is what they wanted Jalen Ramsey to be this entire time, and he finally did it the last year he's there. 
Yeah, he's been yeah, pretty he's solid on those numbers. The last two years? There, no, he well, wasn't he he wasn't really doing what he was supposed to be doing. He was supposed to be a game-changing player. And this is what happens when you trade three first rounds for one player. It doesn't work. Literally every Especially single well, I mean, technically they won a Super Bowl, but they also bought out their entire franchise. I want to see somebody trade three first for sauce just this year. Just go all, all balls to the wall, throw three first. Go on. Um, I mean, my choice for the Rams, even though I didn't know who the hell to choose, was Ernest Jones. Um, he's only 23 years old. I still think he is somebody on this team that they're going to keep. Um, that's not you just how you gave Bomber Ernest. a chub. How the hell do you spell Ernest Jones? Oh, yeah, E-R-N. I got it. I got it. I got it. Um, but he had a solid season for a 23-year-old. I, I do think he is someone they could build around. I don't know what – they got to overhaul this defense um, coming up here pretty soon. So I think the Rams are going to be in a couple of down years here. Um, Ernest Jones might be somebody that sticks around, though. That's fair. I Actually, I, I kind of forgot about Ernest Jones when I was doing this. I saw Bobby Wagner, and I was like, I don't know how he's still doing it. I got to put him in there. He needs to be considered at all times. And also, you might, you might be able to buy him for cheap. Although people that have Bobby Wagner are Bobby Wagner truthers, Danny. Joe, what Miami Dolphin are you wanting to build around? Okay, so Bill, you know earlier how you mentioned the Bears. We need to pay attention to this defense because there's a lot of opportunity there. So we need to go into this draft looking at opportunity. Well, Mr. Vic Fangio is the front runner to be the defensive coordinator for this team. And if he gets that job... Every one of these dudes' value is going to skyrocket. But sign me up for Brandon Jones, uh, safety, 24 years old. He, he Week seven, he tore his ACL, but he'll be back. The man is an absolute stud out there. I actually had the other side safety, uh, Javon Holland, uh, second-year guy out now, and he's played very well, um, probably because of Byron Jones being out as well. Some of those tackles went to him, but I mean, I'm down for both of these safeties. This team is going to at least be putting up points, whether they win or not. So these two are going to both be getting tackles. All right. Well, I picked something completely different, and that would be Bradley Chubb. They traded a first-round pick for him. I don't think they can afford to be wrong. Not Didn't have the greatest season uh, when he got to Miami, but I will say I think if they were to get Vic Fangio in there, if they were to give this defense a little bit more time to cook, Bradley Chubb could be someone that, you know, his value skyrockets. It might be a buy low opportunity this off season. If somebody's worried about it. I'm just tired of saying Bradley Chubb's name since his rookie year. That's the only <laughs> reason I did not choose him. I'm not gonna lie to you. I love Bradley Chubb. And I do I, too. I couldn't even, I couldn't even talk about it. Cause I said this year he'd be good. And I mean, he wasn't bad, but he wasn't, he didn't break out. He did get traded. It wasn't what he was supposed to do. He hasn't been what he's supposed to be since he got drafted is the problem. Yeah. It's very upsetting. Kind of suck. All right, on to Minnesota for me. I'm not going to lie. I did not choose any of the old men on this team. I went with Brian Asamoah, um, who was a rookie this season. I just think the opportunity that's going to afford itself, whether they get rid of Kendricks, like whoever they do get rid of on this defense, because I don't think they could bring the same team back on defense that they did. It's just not that good. Um, And I think Brian Asamoah is a player that they could potentially build around for the future. Can you start picking people who have spelled names spelled that I can actually type in? Because I, <laughs> yeah, I just couldn't bad. find him. That's my bad. Uh, I wasn't expecting that either because he didn't really do a whole lot. Mine's Jordan Hicks. This man needs <clears throat> to stop getting so much hate. Ex-Eagle, sure, yada, yada, yada. But this man in Arizona went there and people were like, he's nothing, he's nothing. He was nothing on the Eagles until the last year. Got the contract with Arizona, balled out. 
and continues to ball out in Minnesota. Nobody thinks about this guy, and I, I steal him in like every league except for apparently this one. Joe's got him. So um, just I know he's 30, but he hasn't shown signs of stopping, and he also got off to a late start, didn't play his first few years, at least in a full role. So Yeah, I like Jordan Hicks, and Brian Asamoa has been my taxi squad darling in just about every league. Uh, I went with Daniel Hunter, 10 and a half sacks this year. He always gets it done. So he's safe. I know how to spell Danielle. So that's good. Um, yeah, no, Danielle Hunter has been good. And honestly, after a, a couple off seasons, or I, I should say injured seasons, he did come back and show that he still has it. 65 tackles for a defensive end is monstrous. So good to see him back in action. I think he's better. We're better for having him in the game. So absolutely. I'm just curious how they're going to rework this defense. I mean, everybody's over like 28 years old. Like they're all it is an old team. Yeah. Everyone. Patrick Peterson's old. Harrison Smith's old. Like everybody. Smith's Eric, old. Eric Kendricks is old. They're all old. And like even Jordan Hicks old. Like they're old. I don't know what they're going to do here. They're all going to age out. I feel like around the same time, maybe they'll start dropping like flies. I don't know. Do they but, still have Harrison Smith. Yeah, yeah. He, he like kind of bounced around the Eagles to the Minnesota. I feel like he's been on both teams like six times. He definitely was not very. And we good. did well, get to see Lewis sign this year, so it's true. That part that's is a guy true. to keep an eye on. Definitely a buy low. Played one snap this year, so yeah, that's, that's cool. Okay, on to New England, where Josh is going to tell us about a player. Matt Judon. Um, ever since he got to New England, he's been a force. Um, I, I don't know how, but I know it's a three-four difference, and in, in they had him as an outside linebacker. But Matthew Judon is an edge rusher, and he needs to play that for the rest of his career. I don't care if he stays on the Patriots or not. I know he's older, but he has broken out these la- next last two years, and I assume he will the next two years. So, Judon's a beast. Yeah, I love how Baltimore just always breeds these stud defensive end types and then just lets him walk just i does mean not at all they just didn't use him correctly and also he had out uh, outside or a linebacker eligibility in dynasty and i actually ended up dropping him before that which is really sad before his breakout big fan of judon from the start but just never yeah. got off to it i like josh uche i don't know okay. how to say his name no, on there. Right. is that right all right Huge. i mean he really didn't see any playing time until midway through the season. He had a three-sack game. He had a two-sack game. And he finished with 11 and a half sacks literally out of nowhere. I mean, this dude was an absolute waiver wire darling. And I, you're keeping him on your roster. He might still be on waivers, honestly. Um, yeah, nobody nobody has him in this league. So he is no, free for the I, take. I, I like yeah, these right suggestions. Um, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Um, my pick was Judon as well. I think the only other player on the scene that would needs to be mentioned is Kyle Duggar. Um, he didn't, I don't think he had as good a year this year as he did last year, but at the same time, Bill Belichick knows how to, um, you know, work these guys in the secondary. I mean, that one guy, Marcus Jones, who had the like punt returns and stuff ended up being an IDP darling just because of that. So I, I don't know. I think, do that- we think that Marcus Jones plays offense next year? Like you wasn't he playing? A chance. Wasn't yeah, he playing running back snaps. Yeah, he was playing running back snaps because that's that's a guy that's going to be forgotten about pretty quickly here. Um, that's well, a very common name too. Play. So, yeah, that fifty-two sure. points right there—that's pretty sexy. Yeah, no, I mean, it, I I love a good like 
mix and match there for offense. Who was the guy? Taiwan right? Jones that used to play both. Yep. Every once in a while, you get him in running back. <clears throat> if ta- uh, not Taylor, um, if Jacobs ever went down, phew, watch out. It's true. All right, on to the New Orleans Saints. Joe. Um, I had Pete Warner um, on that one. Still young. He had the uh, starting job kind of to himself here uh, on that one. Had the injuries and then Elias or Ellis came in there and and kind of showed out too. But I think Pete Warner is going to get the job. They're going to give him another shot. Really good dude. He had two L's and two S's. <laughs> Kevin yep. Ellis, Ellis, whatever you pronounce it. Uh, he actually did do really well. I picked him up midseason. Um, Look at that face. He's a he's young just, kid. He looks like he's Jimmy Garoppolo's kid. He's a 27 years young man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, Pete Werner. They all look Kate, young to me these days. I think these two are going to be the – I don't know what Ellis's contract is, but I think they showed that he needs to be on the team. Uh, but, no, Pete Werner, uh, after a pretty mediocre campaign last year – showed that he deserves to be where he deserves to be. He looked great. He was making plays. So looking forward to seeing a full healthy season from him. I definitely think this is another team. Mine was Pete Warner as well. Um, that we should look at in the draft to see if, if they do end up with an edge rusher that is younger or if they go after some kind of safety or something. I don't know. They need a lot of work on this team. And so a team that we're going to be looking at in the draft, I think, um, as a team that could improve. Um, all right. Well, we're, we're back uh, to this conversation from earlier. We're going to New York Giants. My selection is not Julian Love. It's Kayvon Thibodeau. I don't think we've seen the best of Kayvon Thibodeau. He didn't because um, he played terribly. Um, I think as they phase out Aziz Olujari, Kayvon Thibodeau will be more involved in the, or in the defense. And I'll tell you, it was the one play where he ended the game versus the Green Bay Packers that really, like, sold me on this team. Um or sold me on this player. He was very good this season, even though Josh thinks he sucks. I don't think he sucks. I think he's just, I think it's uh, the product of the hype. It's the same thing as uh, Isaiah Simmons, in my opinion. It's the name. It's the the draft spot. It's that's what everyone is thinking. I'm not saying he's bad. I just don't think he's going to be this 15 sack guy that everyone thinks he's going to be. And maybe he is just a game changer and he's just the guy who puts the pressure on and someone sweeps up afterwards. But um, no, mine's Julian Love. I think he's kind of, he had this weird fill-in safety role for most of his career. Um, And this year he kind of got the full workload and he was an absolute game changer. Sacks, fumbles, interceptions, he does it all. Over 100 tackles. Um, I imagine Julian Love just might've been a contract year for him. Maybe he wanted to show out. Maybe he never does this again. But to me, I thought it was very impressive what Julian Love did. And he just yeah. looked good doing it. I love Julian Love, man. But uh, my vote's Thibodeau. He, if you Jesus watch the Giants, dude, drinking the Kool Aid. This man was always in the backfield. It was the sacks are going to come. The, make a whole lot of tackles, dude. He was he was always back there. If you watch those games, he was making a huge impact, especially at the end of the season. That is my dude. The one thing we have to watch out for in the draft and free agency is who is the linebacker on this team they're doing a weird rotation and no one's standing out so if they sign someone get him on your squad immediately definitely and they definitely need one too because like jalen smith who's up on the screen right now not very good uh micah mcfadden was not near what they needed him to be towards the end of the season a linebacker is desperately needed maybe josh's beloved trenton simpson 
or someone like that can end up on this team, but they desperately needed a linebacker because the linebacker play they were getting was just not up to stuff. Dude, you know what? Why didn't we think about Trenton Simpson for the Giants? It fits. That's where he's going now. Well, they need a receiver worse than they That's need a linebacker. Fair. They, they do need a receiver. Two glaring, so glaringly obvious things that they need. That'll All right, we're going to skip Josh for a second. On to the Jets. Joe, what Jet do you want? I want sauce. Why are you skipping me? Because uh, you get the next, the next one, team. man. Oh, yeah. that's fair. Okay, sorry, my bad. I want so, Sauce, man. He's he's real solid. He gets a lot of interceptions. He's only going to get better from here on out. This defense is really hard. I want to put Mosley, but how much longer do we have with him? I don't know. It's we talked about this at the beginning of the pod. Uh, the seventy-five tackles, twenty passes defended is just wild to me. This is one of two cornerbacks I have even listed as my favorite defensive player. And that's not for lack of talent. This defense isn't terrible. I mean, there is some talent there, but sauce to me is just un- undeniable that like, he's actually a fantasy prospect. Like he's Jalen Ramsey 2.0. Yeah. I, I went with, I went with Quincy Williams um, for my pick. Um, what Quincy Williams has been able to do. I don't think a lot of people like think of him as relevant. And there are weeks where he, you know, isn't in the game even cause he's hurt. Quincy Williams is still a guy I think that you can keep on your team, and I think that he will continue to get better as years go on. Yeah, uh, only th- reason I didn't pick him is because he's from our rival, Murray State. We don't like those people, so. Oh, my God. Do That's couldn't do it. Even They're living in the college days, man. All right, Josh, on to the Philadelphia Eagles. What eagle would you like to take? I had a couple, so I'm interested to see who you one choose. Uh, it's the game changer. It's the reason our defense is number one and it's Hassan Reddick. And this man has proven all haters wrong. Uh, Arizona clearly didn't know how to use him. They had one good year out of him and then completely flipped him. Carolina went to Carolina for a year. And then the Eagles, Howie Roseman traded for him this off season. This is the defensive player of the year. I don't care what anybody says. Five forced fumbles, three fumble recoveries and 16 sacks. Uh, this is exactly what you do. And you, when you trade for people, this is what you get. This is what you want to get. This is what the um, Bears wanted when they traded for Khalil Mack, but unfortunately they gave up way too much for him. Reddick was one of those guys who like nobody really thought of as this guy, but he is this guy. He's got that dog in him. Joe, it wasn't a, wasn't a fucking attack, man. Attack, bro. Anyway. No, it's just on Reddick. That's 16 sacks. He had his best season his six year in with the Eagles. I mean, that defensive line is just insane, and he's going to get the opportunity every time. Um, my choice was between Reddick and TJ Edwards. Um, I think Edwards is plays a very like kind of quiet linebacker role, but he is very solid and steady week to week. I, he just doesn't get the headlines because of Hassan Reddick on this team because of the D line being so good. So I just, I think he's a very consistent player, but Reddick is the guy. Um, yeah, no, 100%. Uh, TJ Edwards. I'm not sure what they're going to do with the linebackers. I think TJ Edwards is under contract next year. Um, but I think, I think Kaiser, he's a free agent going. Is he? I know yeah. either him or Kaiser is a free agent. I can't remember which one. But no, Nakobe Dean didn't do anything this year. Has not very much played. But this guy is going to be good. This was a steal in the draft, and if anything, he's just developing under all these guys. But one guy I do want to talk about before we're done because can't you know, believe he's five eleven. That real? <laughs> like goddamn. He's little and he's fast. We've seen him on special teams. We've seen him in a couple plays, but he hasn't had a chance. Mostly plays whenever the game's over. CJ Gardner Johnson would be my pick, uh, probably if you know we were gonna have him next year. I think the problem is this was a contract year for him. We signed him to a one-year deal and he is gone basically all but gone at this point. But I would like to see him back in 
midnight green, but six interceptions still led the league and in, was injured for the last five games. So. All right. I got to ask our resident Eagles expert, Reed Blankenship. Yeah, I think that's Is he uh, starting next year. It depends on if they go draft a safety high, which they yeah. could. Um, there's, there's a lot of, uh, safeties that are projected um i actually haven't done my uh, released my mock draft yet but i've been actually doing a couple tests here and there and i have them taking a safety but reed blankenship does look good um marcus epps is the darling of the eagles but he hasn't looked great he's just been kind of okay so i think blankenship is going to be groomed into that role very shortly yes when you guys had him under center last game or was it two games ago taking a weird snap for some reason he hits he's like the Taysom hill of the eagles He's white chocolate Brian Dawkins. Yeah. White chocolate Brian Dawkins. Uh, I'm just saying he hits hard <laughs> for a safety, which you don't see that a lot much anymore, especially with all the penalties that come out. He has made some boneheaded moves, but he is a rookie. So, I mean, and I believe undrafted as well. So. Yeah, because Epps is a free agent, and Reed Blankenship just kind of been sneaking in there. and uh, I think he has to start yeah. at this point. All right. On to Pittsburgh. Um, I'm just going to say TJ Watt and keep it moving. Yeah, we, we even didn't pull him up. Does everyone know? I know he was injured for a lot of the year this year, but he when he's on the field, that team is good. If you can get, if anybody, if any oh, manager has TJ Watt and they're thinking like, oh, he's hurt, he's on the downslide. You missed your opportunity. Just, just go take, just yeah. take it from him. When he was like, injured, that was your time. That yeah, your like time. You, you shouldn't be asking the question now. So and then, yeah, Minka's a freaking stud. So I had to at least he bring is, him up. He is. He he is. No it's just the problem player. when you have like arguably the best defensive player in the league. Exactly. Oh, yeah. It is absolutely right. TJ On to San Fran, Josh. Couple options here. I know there is. I have to say it's Hufanga. Um, he the way he plays as well. Uh, the fact that he's studied with Troy Palomalu or trained with Troy Palomalu and looks like him as well with that hair. Uh, he is destroying from all angles of the field, and I think he's going to have a really phenomenal career. I know this is his first real year playing, but um, I just love Ufanga. Who do you guys want? I mean, Nick Bosa is who I picked. Um, probably the defensive player of the year this season. Um, I would say this is probably the last year you're going to be able to get him at a price that might be attainable because I think after he gets the defensive player of the year, potentially – if he somehow beats Josh's Eagles, like I, I think that he will be impossible. So if you want him, you better get him now because that price is going to be skyrocketing after the season. I will say the two names that we've talked about so far are the only <clears throat> two defensive players that I'm scared of on this team. If I'm being completely honest, I think that this team gets wrapped up and gets told they're the best defense in the league, which for rightfully so they are, they are very good. The Eagles are also very good and we have a better offense, but anyway, we'll get into that more later. I do have to say Fred Warner has had a phenomenal year. I know Jordan hates him. What he did on that play with uh, covering, who was it? CD, I guess. CD Lamb. He's the only player on the team. But to go from the line of scrimmage and keep up stride for stride with CD was completely impressive. Honestly, that's how you fool bad quarterbacks. And that's one of the reasons we got, I mean, they got to start asking questions about Dak. Like that was, you. Brock Purdy falls for that kind of shit. You don't get, a seasoned veteran like Dak Prescott. Brock Purdy would never fall for that. You know well, that thing we'll, well. I, yeah, rookie of the year, Brock Purdy. But um, yeah, I usually a young quarterback like maybe Zach Wilson. There, I'll use that example. Falls for that kind of stuff. Dak Prescott should not be falling for that kind of shit. Like it was completely obvious what was going to happen there, and 
you got to be able to read a defense better. My thing that. is, he threw it when he was like, he was never a far, like, CD never broke away. He was two yards away. Do you think, yeah, maybe CD beats him here? Sure. But like, he was there stride for stride with him. Well, TY thought. was open on the opposite side, and that it, it looks so obvious to us. But I mean, obviously, he's on the field and we're not. But whatever the case may be, on to Seattle. No, no, no time out. Fred Warner is Spider Man. Yeah. He's the most talented linebacker in the National Football League. He is absolutely insane. I just had to throw that out there. The tandem of wow. Greenlaw and Warner are going to be good for years to come. Hopefully they can hold on to both of them. Sorry, Fair now enough. we're done. All right, Joe, Seattle. After a huge sneeze by Joe. Oh, big-ass sneeze. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus. I guess it's Jordan Brooks. Um Coming off the ACL, it's going to be kind of weird. You know, you got Nuosu there. You also got Neil, the safety that was looking pretty good all year. So I want it was between Brooks and Nuosu for me. Those were those were my two. And Nuosu did look good. I just I have to put it to Brooks. I mean, I think he was just the backup to Bobby Warner for so or yeah for so long. I just feel like what he's done is impressive. But Nuosu was phenomenal as well this year. Jordan Brooks is my choice. So that was easy. I mean, that team didn't have a whole lot of bright notes on on that defense, but. All right, on to Tampa Bay for mine. I'm going to go with Devin White um, simply because he's the youngest player on the team that is of note. Um, He did not have the best season. We haven't really recreated what he did in 2020 just yet. He's kind of been slightly declining since then. I think this this entire team's going to have a lot of like questions to be answered after the season, but I honestly don't even know who else on this team you would even want. Like Levante David's like 32 now, and some of these other guys are probably going to be moved past. I don't really know who else to even suggest taking I, on this team, you know? Yeah, Antoine Winfield, just kidding. He is Antoine Winfield is is a good player. He needs He to is. Be I actually good. like Joe Joe Tryon Tryon Sharinka. Um he just hasn't popped yet. I still feel like it's coming and maybe I'm just like wrong about this, but it, it feels like it's going to happen eventually. But um, I feel like he's been overshadowed by some of these veterans and kind of in a rotation more so than anything, but it's Devin white for me. Uh, what he's done in the last four years is phenomenal. And like, it's, it's at this point, this is his floor. I mean, if he's healthy, this is his floor. This is what he's getting. Yeah. So, I mean, you're not ever going to be upset having Devin white on your team. Joe this is Devin white. Anyone that tells you, Otherwise, it's high. Wow. Okay. I think we do. We have a sounder for that. Uh, Smoke weed every day. I got that one. I got. I got okay. something. I got something up my sleeve for next year. Um, but anyway. Oh, nice. I like uh, it. Spoilers. All right, uh, I don't have one for this. Uh, my my. I wrote down Tennessee. and I quote the rookie they draft next year for the Titans. So. Yeah, it's not wrong. Uh, my pick was Harold Landry. He was obviously hurt this season, so couldn't really quite see what this defense would be with him on it. But what he did in 2021 was very impressive, and we were all really amped up for what he was going to accomplish this season. It just sucks that we didn't get to see it. I mean, Bud Dupree's been a waste of space on this team. Uh, David Launch, I guess, I mean – sorry damn i'm sorry he looked good at <laughs> pittsburgh when he was running with tj watt and now he's not doing very well david long has Waste. been I, I was expecting more of a leap from him he probably would have been my pick uh last year or he would have been my pick last year because i knew he was going to be on the roster this year but he didn't really take a huge leap this year he did get injured he did miss a few games so i can't really say he was like bad but he just didn't 
do anything too spectacular. I'd like to see him in more rushing spots, but um, you want to talk about Bud Dupree? I, I got you, man. Uh, four no, sacks. I just, it just was three sacks. Jesus. He had eight and eleven on Pittsburgh. That's what got him this contract, and it's been a waste of space. Eighteen tackles, seventeen tackles, eleven just, games apiece. It's not what brutal. you signed up for. Just I, brutal. Completely. I like honestly. Kevin Byard still. I mean, he's like okay. the only yeah. free safety that he's one of three free safeties I'll actually have on my team in Dynasty. But yeah. I mean, he's always getting picks. He always gets the tackles. Nothing sexy and he's old, but not a bad like pick. Uh, definitely no. not. I honestly didn't even think about Bayard. He's probably the actual pick here. I think it probably. is Landry, honestly. I mean, I mean he I think gets healthy Landry and comes back. Well. He's had this whole season off to rest. So we were so I, I think everybody was so excited to see what he did this season. It just sucks that he got hurt before the season and was out. So anyway, Joe, wrap us up in Washington Commander Land. What do you got? Ugh. I don't like many of them. I like Cameron Curl, man. If he keeps that job at, at okay. strong safety, I think he's got it. Uh, Cole Holcomb, what's his contract look like? That would probably be my pick if I knew that. I was Cole about to say Cole, Cole Holcomb was my pick personally. Um, I actually didn't pick Cole Holcomb, surprisingly. Um, he did get injured, though, so I did kind of forget about one of my favorite linebackers in the league. Um, I had Jamin Davis. Look at that mullet. That yeah, Jamin Davis did have a good season he, this year. It was all because Cole Holcomb, Holcomb uh, was injured, though, because the beginning of the year, not much, pretty mediocre, uh, as the kids like to say, pretty mid. Uh, but then 10, uh, 10, 10, 9, 8, 9 to end the season was pretty impressive. Um, and honestly, this is what they drafted him to be. Um, 100%. In my eyes, Cameron Curl, I mean, he did get injured, but everyone, I didn't even know about Cameron Curl till last year. If I'm being completely honest, I just didn't know who he was in 2020. Um, but he has been, you know, decent. I can't complain about him. Like, and we're not going to go home Chase Young, free right? agent, by the way. So. Oh, damn. Well, Ooh. Washington, you better sign him back. Um, Jamin Davis was good in fill in role, but I think you need both of them to make that defense cook. Uh, didn't see any 10s, 16s, and 12s from uh, Jamin, but uh, Cole Holcomb. Oh, no, but he's only in year two. I'm not saying cook. anything against him. Um, I do want to talk about, I did look this up because I was talking a lot of shit, and I was right. Bud Dupree signed a five-year, $82 million contract with the Titans. This is, there's three more years of $16 million. Uh, All I said was it was here. harsh to say it was a waste of space. I didn't, he's not even million, wrong. It's just like, damn. You're paying $4 million per sack each year, buddy. Jesus. Anyway, uh, are we we mentioned in Chase Young, or we we're done with that experiment? Oh, we, dude, honestly, we, I forgot he was on the team. <laughs> it's I'm, it's hard to remember he is on the team since he didn't play this season after he was like cleared by like week eight, I think, and he just never really made it back. He just kept kicking the can down the road. And we never got to see it. So he was oh, he, he might still be a really good buy low um, on there. He's got the name value. That's the only thing that's gonna hurt it. I don't know. You know who this feels like? Bradley Chubb. Oh, my internet's oh, so dying. It was, it feels, he's not done as much as Bradley Chubb did, though, I feel like. Because Chase Young really only had his rookie season, and then he's not done anything since then. At least yeah. Bradley Chubb is Bradley mean, Chubb. Usable. Yeah, I mean it's usable. very it's a I mean, very great, similar but... career trajectory right now. I'm just saying I don't I I I honestly just forgot about Chase Young. Like, if I'm being completely honest, when I was doing this, I just—I well, mean, it is. I saw what Jamin did him. with Cole Holcomb, Holcomb gone. Now that I know about the contract, I still pick Jamin Davis. 
Fair enough. All right. Okay. There's every is... defensive player. That's your rundown of IDP. If you can get one of those 32 to 64 guys that we talked about, do it. Yep. Not a lot of cornerbacks in there, not a lot of D linemen in there. But you know what? If you have one of those linebackers or one of those safeties or defensive ends, you're probably in good shape on IDP side of things. I know we get a lot of IDP people that like listen to this, you know, because that's the you know niche that we're in with you know the IDP army, but like we should definitely explain IDP more. I don't know if that would be annoying to people, but the, the cornerback thing, people know Jalen Ramsey, people know these big name guys, and we did fortunately select Jalen Ramsey this year, but half the time we're like, ugh, like a corner, like just because he's the best corner in the league doesn't mean it's worth it. But I don't know, it's too late now. They, they would have listened by now. So it's too late. Yeah, people ahead. always go after the big name cornerbacks, but the problem is I remember Patrick Peterson in a draft we did a couple years ago went like cornerback three or something. Well, no yeah. one throws a damn ball at him, so he doesn't put up any points at all. And then you had, uh, oh, God, what was the uh, Eric Rowe in Kansas City, who was just getting mm-hmm. roasted as a cornerback, but he was putting up like 10 tackles a game because – Well, that's Harrison Smith. Targeted. Yeah. That's Harrison Smith. This Harrison Smith, not a great safety, but he gets thrown the ball out a lot and he gets to tackle whoever they're throwing at him. Like, that's just the way that this – works i mean it's just it sucks because like darrell revis everybody wanted darrell revis on their team back when he was the island revis island wasn't really anything that you know none of us you know we're getting many points from that it was um, not a fruitful island was not a desert island island. very barren wasteland island all right before (laughs) we get out of here island if you will let's quickly talk about the uh final four and uh who's going to go to the super bowl um, for me, it's going to be the Bengals versus the Eagles. I think that's just the easiest way. I do think we should just keep picking against the Eagles. So maybe I should say San Francisco because it's worked all season so far. Um, but if I had to be truth to truth, it's Bengals, Eagles in the Super Bowl. Yeah, man, the Bengals uh, just the, I'm not saying they lucked into it because they're really hot right now. They're fucking on fire. Joey Joe Burrow looks phenomenal. They're lucking into it with Mahomes' ankle injury. That's a high ankle sprain. That's usually a four to six week uh, recovery. Uh, I know Mahomes is an alien, but like he's gonna be hobbled. If he somehow does make it to the Super Bowl, he might look more like him his normal self. But at the same time, he'd still be a little hobbled there. So I, I just I can't see a world right now where they do. I mean, there's obviously a possibility because he looked okay even while doing that. But there's a reason they only beat the Jags by seven, and it wasn't because of Chad Henney's 98 yard touchdown drive. So. It was because Mahomes was in there. Honestly, they he actually put that game in jeopardy by being in there. Like, I understand he, players want to play and whatnot. And I'm not going to touch on the 49ers Eagles because the 49ers have uh, one of the best defenses in the league, and uh, they're probably going to win. You know, because that's what everyone thinks. Uh, I do love Joe? the hatred that the Eagles are getting right now. It's back to 2017 again. It's just great, Joe. I had to let the Eagles sock simmer out a second. Uh, I think it's going to be Chiefs-Eagles. I know Patrick Mahomes is hobbled. I don't see any way the Bengals can go into Arrowhead two years in a row and beat the Chiefs. I mean, you're not wrong about that. They they have won three games in a row against them. Joe Burrow is undefeated against the Chiefs, and he gets an ankle injured or a a shadow of himself Mahomes right now. Like, I mean, he can't do his most impressive feat is my only problem with it. I think the most impressive thing was what – like how the – Bengals beat the Bills. It was not just like they squeaked by. They beat the shit out of them on both sides of the ball. Not at all what we thought was going to happen. I mean, this O-line probably should have been the O-line that was playing the whole season. 
because the Bills could not get through it at all. So I don't know. I just going into this, I think the Bengals have the edge slightly. I'm their favorites on the road, which is insane to me. Clearly, Vegas thinks Patrick Mahomes is way more hurt than he actually is. Um, or maybe we're going to – a high ankle sprain is a six-week injury. So to have him back next the next week playing football is just insane. So I guess – we don't know if there's more is. damage to that. Uh, Tony Pollard had a very similar injury and ended up breaking his leg. So um, I, I just I'm not saying that they're lying or whatever. I do want to get into one thing though, real quick about uh, Josh Allen. You know, maybe he's just not that good. <laughs> maybe they're not destined to be in the AFC chain or make it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Josh Allen. Take away one to two of his 40-yard bombs, which Gabe Davis's three-touchdown game that one. Maybe Stephon Diggs is propping up Josh Allen. He is a, a less good Cam Newton. Wow. <laughs> a less good Cam Newton. Well, you heard that here first, folks. Um, all <laughs> right. You if you've made <laughs> – yeah, exactly. If you um... – Follow the socials at IDP Army, at Offensive Points, at Josh Hall STL, at Joe at OP Joe with two E's, and at Ombre Vendor. Uh, me and Jordan are going to be at the Senior Bowl next week, so I, it, it's kind of a I don't know if there's going to be a podcast. We'll see if these two knuckleheads can figure something out. Don't know. Um, What's next week? Next week is the Senior Bowl that oh. we'll be attending. Uh, Have fun, guys. Jordan. It'll be a ton of fun. We'll get to talk to a lot of players and hopefully harass Deuce Staley again because that was funny the first time. It was a great time. Um, But be sure to follow the YouTube page. Follow the TikTok at the IDP Army. We'll be going live on there and kind of showing our experience through that and interviewing players live on YouTube and TikTok, and that'll be a lot of fun. So you'll get to see exactly what we're seeing down there. So that you know, we're not, we're, we're we're sharing it with the people, guys. We're not just gonna people. keep it all to ourselves and edit it and be goofy. We're gonna. If you guys are going to Mobile, any Mobile. listeners, go to the Ruby Slipper for breakfast. I will definitely be there. Believe you me, you will like... see all of your uh, football guys that you've ever wanted to talk to. So amazing! All right, Joe, get us out of here. Good night. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.